Welcome back to the Windy City Wire podcast. My name is Sam Tanaglia. Today's date is February 24th, and we are glad to be back on the show. It's been a while. It's been uh, since just before last show. It was right before the Super Bowl, so we have a few things to catch up on. I'm happy to be joined today by James Marisi. As always, James, great to have you, and how you doing, buddy? I'm doing all right. Uh, great to be back. Uh, we, I know we've taken a couple weeks off, and had some time to digest the NFL season and coming out of the NBA all-star breaks. So, you know, not a lot going on, but um, just some minor news and it's going to be a pretty thick bull show. I'd I'd say, but um, we got some Aaron Rodgers BS to get across and um, just a little bit of bears off season needs. So should be a good show, but I'm doing well, Sam. Thanks for having me. Good, yeah, it's good to see you. Um, we've been doing our gambling stuff and throwing dollars down everywhere. It's good. Um, but, yeah, we'll talk about that a little bit later. But, first of all, uh, let's just talk, recap the Super Bowl. Uh, it was the St. Louis, the formerly known as the St. Louis Rams, the Los Angeles Rams coming out on top over the Cincinnati Bengals. I think it's it seemed like to me everyone was cheering for the Bengals. Everyone had... The Bengals spread, which did pay off, um, but Rams came out in the end. They were minus 200, uh, the line there. Um, Rams won. Stafford got a ring. Donald got a ring. Odell got a ring and a touchdown in the game. Um, what was your What was your experience? Where were you? Where did you watch the game? What did you like? I, I just watched it at home with my dad, and um, I wanted the Rams. I wasn't... I wasn't pulling for Burrow. I wanted Stafford, like I said on the show. I wanted Stafford. I wanted Odell. I wanted Donald to get the ring. But man, it was a great game. I had uh, I had Rams, Rams, Rams first half, Rams full game. Paid off. Got lucky on it. But you know, I didn't think I didn't think it would be that close. And that last play where Burrow's getting sacked, he almost completed that ball to whoever would whichever running back that was to get the first down. But yeah, just kind of some weird decisions. Like the opening, like what the first drive of the game, I think the Bengals went for it on fourth, Um, maybe on their side of the field or maybe just a little bit across midfield Rams got it, scored seven. Um, So it it was an interesting game, but yeah, some missed calls, some officiating. Um, A T Higgins touchdown. That was a big one. A lot yeah, that of was holding on the holding on the Rams defense on the last Bengals drive. That was a lot of people were complaining about that. Those a few of those calls were on that last drive. Yeah, that last drive, everyone was saying uh, uh, the refs really because it was. I mean, the refs were pretty quiet most of the first half, and then kind of in the second half, we saw it start trickling in, and I was just like, "Yep, this is this is the way it's going to go." And um, you know, I'm I'm glad the Rams won though, but great game. Yeah, I think the over in points for the first half like uh was four or like fourteen for the Rams, the points total. Uh they miss like an extra point or go for two or something and don't get it. So that screwed everybody up or whatever, I can't remember. Um but it was it was a fun night. I was at the over under bar, we got like tickets and uh to like sit there and we got free food and free drinks with our tickets, obviously. Um and then ended up staying out till like three thirty in the morning on Sunday or going into Monday. So I had a good time downtown. Uh, yeah, but go Rams. My grandma won $90 off the game. So congrats, Grandma Jan. 
Uh, yeah, it was it was fun. Good times. But it was a really good game. It was better than some of the past games. For sure better than the last time the Rams went to the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I, I've seen a couple of videos after of, um, you know, some guys from Barstool or whatever trying to get uh, a reaction from Rams fans after the game. And, boy, like, it just makes you appreciate, like, a fan base. It makes you appreciate guys like us and fans that we see at the tailgates and that know the team because that's embarrassing. And Yeah. Uh, I feel bad for St. Louis. I do because they probably had some diehards out there. Yeah, I'd assume so. Um, but, yeah, I saw the same Barstool videos, like Nick and uh, Caleb or something out there. Um, I might post it on the Instagram. I might post it. It's a pretty funny video. Yeah, it's funny. Uh, but it was like they kept walking up to people like, yeah, you've been following the Rams forever. Like, it's yeah, who's your favorite player? Obviously, it's Todd Gurley, right? So, yeah, um, that's funny interview. Go check it out if you have not uh, listeners. So, big game. Rams pulled it out. Uh, we'll see if they're going to be good next year. Uh, Donald said he might retire. Uh, we'll, we'll, probably not, but we'll see. And Odell got hurt. So. That's true. He did tours ACL think so yeah that was it yeah but a good game good super bowl we were uh we were all happy on that one all right well moving into a little bit more nfl stuff just this will be quick um bears it's been quiet as of late uh we kind of hired like all those 15 coaches or whatever uh two weeks ago so james and i've talked about all of them uh so if you want to hear our thoughts on the new coaches and on the defensive side on the coach like offensive side whatever we got a lot of new guys check out our last episode for that um but yeah a lot of new guys been quiet since uh some of the offseason needs we have for the bears are obviously wide receiver Allen robinson might be gone we're gonna have mooney as our number one guy offensive line is seems like a problem every year uh and cornerback too uh, we're very good at running back. Tariq Cohen still can come back, and then we'll have Herbert and Montgomery too, and Williams. Uh, so, James, what are you thinking about the Bears? Real quick on them. Um, I don't know. I mean, potential free agents, I don't really – I don't have the list in front of me of them, but I think in the last episode I mentioned Odell, but now with the injury, I don't know how smart that, that would be. But, yeah, of course it's O-line. Uh of course, it's cornerback. Jalen Johnson's great, but uh, definitely some issues there. Um, and yeah, Aberfus and uh, this guy uh, on the the D coordinator we got, they're gonna they're gonna want guys. And I saw an article. It was like it mentioned like they want some veteran guys. So maybe look out for like Patrick Peterson type or something like that. But yeah, they're fine at running back. I want Cohen to come back, obviously, but. I don't know what the, I don't know what they have in store. Like, who knows what polls and Everfus are thinking? They could cut ties with them. Uh, I don't know if they could trade them or what. I don't know how it works, but yeah, we have a ton of running backs. Now that you mention it, yeah, we really do. We're gonna see how that all plays out coming uh, training camp and whatnot. Who's gonna get the reps? It's obviously obviously gonna be Montgomery one. Um, but who takes the reps after that in the passing game with Cohen and Williams and Herbert um, all available and able to catch passes. So we'll see about that. But long ways away, we don't have to worry about it yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Some guys, I think Chris Godwin, 
maybe wants out of Tampa Bay with Brady gone. He could be at the Bears, maybe. Um, veteran guys that are free agents, Joe Hayden, McCor- Devin McCourty, Stephon Gilmore. I know he didn't have that good of a year last year, but he's available. Um, Peterson, Quandre Diggs as a, a safety. I really like him. So Quandre Diggs would be my choice, but obviously going to be tough to get him. Um, take him from Seattle. He was really good for them this past year. So, But we'll talk about NFL free agents one way down the road. We're good. We're good there. I I did see something where it was, uh, it was talking about potential cuts, and, and they mentioned that they don't think Khalil Mack or Eddie Jackson, they don't think they'll go anywhere. And I hope... I hope they give Eddie Jackson another chance um, just because I feel like he does a lot more than what, you know, people like all people see is him having to try to tackle. And like, maybe he's not the best tackler, but when quarterback goes in play action or they're trying to get a deep pass off, he's pretty much always locked down back there. He rarely misses. Like that was that one in week one versus the Rams, but he's pretty good in coverage and, I could see us giving up on him, goes somewhere else, comes back Pro Bowl season again, comes back great player again, you know. So yeah, we'll see what happens with them. I mean, I'm I'm for having him come back. I don't know if there's better options out there, but yeah, mm-hmm. I, I'd give him another shot. Why not? So we, exactly, yeah. yeah. Why not? Uh, other NFL news, James, from our rundown here. You want to talk to the viewers about? Oh yeah. Uh, NFL news for us, Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers' decisions coming soon, whether he will stay with the Packers and play another season or retire or go to a new team. Uh, there's rumors about trading to Buff or uh, Denver. That seems to be the hot choice, but I don't know, man. I'm getting an uneasy feeling that he'll be uh, he'll be returning back to Green Bay. What do you think? I feel like the Packers fans are a little done with him. I feel like a lot of NFL fans are also kind of just done with Aaron Rodgers and his antics. Like last, or I think it was this past Sunday, he had like a cryptic like Instagram post or something, like posting with like pictures of Randall Cobb. And mm-hmm. he just like called off his like engagement with his girlfriend or something. So oh. still crazy. It's just crazy in the life of Aaron Rodgers. I think people are just kind of tired of it. So, We'll see. Um, I think he'll go somewhere else, but we'll see. So, yeah, not really concerned about Rodgers, but uh, Ryan Pace has a new job along with Brian <laughs> Flores. Ryan Pace, come on down. Uh, Falcons hired Ryan Pace. I think it's just some, you know, second in command of the GM, maybe third down the line. I don't know what it is. Do you know the title? He is Senior Personnel Executive. So I mean, so that, I don't even know where that stands in the hierarchy. Yeah. So, best of luck to Ryan. Uh, appreciate you know I appreciate a couple guys he brought in for us: Roquan, Jalen, uh, Eddie, Darnell. I mean, that's loaded. That's Cole Komet. I know you love him. I mean, there's I there has to be some upside, right? There has to be upside with there Cole has Komet. to be something he's got. He's yeah. got something. Don't worry. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and then yeah, Rod, or Brian Flores is going to 
the Steelers. Um, I think I I love this. I think the Steelers are great. Tomlin and Hamill probably run a great great unit this year. Um, but Brian Flores is not like the defensive coordinator or any like defensive line secondaries coach. He's senior defensive assistant and I oh well and linebackers coach. So those are his two positions. He's not like defensive coordinator. So I guess he's he's overqualified for his position they gave him, but it's a spot on a team that can be good and has had good defenses over the years, which is what he's known for. I like the fit. And we and we don't know how many other officers get who else was talking to him because you know the Steelers are a nicely run organization. They do things the right way. Mm-hmm. Um, he's been treated like shit. So uh, yeah, it's good to see. Yep. Um, uh, I mean, I think he made a, a good choice. I don't know what other offers he was getting, but I'd go to the Steelers if I could. So, yeah, that's cool. So that's NFL. Uh, NFL is going to be uh, off the docket for a while here with some sports like the NBA, the NHL, college basketball going on, and maybe the MLB will happen. Nobody really knows. Um they can't figure their crap out. Um, so we're not going to worry about that. Um, but something that we are very positive about is the Chicago Bulls. The Bulls are rocking it right now. They are. are this is going to be their first game after uh, the All-Star break. Uh, unfortunately, Zach Levine did not win the three-point contest that we were all betting on. Um, but Bulls come out of the break, tied for first place with the Miami Heat, Two and a half games up of or ahead of the Sixers and the Cavs and the Bucks, so Bulls are in good standing within the conference. This conference is still pretty good and technically wide open from probably one till I'd say seven seeds. They're five games out, but one to five for sure. Three games out, pretty much. It's wide open. It's wide open, man. I love this team. I hope uh, I hope they finish up strong. And I mean, yeah, they keep saying like, "Oh, we're not healthy yet." Like, we're not healthy yet. They're not healthy, but they're playing like they're still a wagon, and they're still putting up 120 a game. So, I mean, Patrick Williams is is there a tr- is the trade deadline over in the NBA, or has it come yet? Yeah, it's over. It's over. Like they didn't make any moves. Like, I think so. I mean, I I, even, no, it was like, it was like two weeks ago. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I think you're right. Yeah, yeah I was. I yeah. Right. But like, I mean, once they get Lonzo and once they get Caruso and then maybe Patrick Williams, but who knows how, you know, in sync and gelled with his teammates he'll be after missing some time. I don't know if he's practicing or not, but, but um, they have a chance and no one's talking about the heat really either. And they're in first and they're good. They are good. They got Kyle Lowry, Jimmy Butler, Bam, um, Hero, whatnot, Duncan Robinson. Uh, their teams are good. Yeah. Who is it? Hero. Hero. Tyler Hero, yeah. He's uh, he's good. Um, but, yeah, there's a lot of good teams in the East here. It seems like the East is a lot better than the uh, West this year, even though some of the West teams are just crushing it. Um they have more wins than any team in, or some of the teams, top three teams have more wins than the top two teams 
in the East right now, that being the Suns, Warriors, and Grizzlies at 48, 42, and 41, respectively. Um, but the Suns, Chris Paul's going to be gone for, I think it was six to eight weeks. That's bad. He hurt his thumb uh, before the All-Star game, but then decided to still play in the All-Star game. Yeah. Uh, that was kind of weird, but... Um, and then, but the Bulls, Bulls Heat, 76ers, maybe the Harden thing just falls apart. Maybe it just hurts the Sixers. Never know. Cavaliers are still good, but Garland's hurt, at least for tonight's game. So I don't know if that'll affect anything. But um, no, I, I like the Bulls' chances. I think, how many games in a row has DeMar DeRozan scored? 30, like eight games, something like that. Something eight. crazy. Eight? Yeah, eight games at, like, 50% shooting or something and 30 points or something. Like, past uh, Wilt Chamberlain. So, like, whenever you pass Wilt Chamberlain in an accolade, that's a pretty good thing to do. Yeah, I'd say so. Yeah. So, DeRozan's leading the way. A little stats coming at you here. Um, DeRozan's got – he's averaging 28.1 a game. Uh, He's getting five assists – Five rebounds. Um, his PER um, is twenty four point eight, and that is the player efficiency rating. So that's very good. And then Zach Levine at twenty, almost twenty five points a game. Vucevic at uh, eighteen a game, almost averaging a double double. Uh, or no, he is no run. He's averaging eighteen and eleven. So that's very good. And then Kobe White fourteen, Lonzo thirteen. Lonzo, I think, still out for a while. Um, Car- Caruso, I think, still out for a while, too. Um, but, yeah, there are injuries, but hopefully we can get the guys back before the playoffs. Um, and I like our chances. We're a good team, and if it's not this year, I think we can keep this team together for a few more years. And Io. Io's playing Io's, really good. Io's great. Love Io. Even, like, Javante Green's played well recently. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we got a good squad. Um, I'm very happy with it. Uh, yeah, I, I, I don't even know what else to say. So, yeah, DeMar, first person in NBA history to score 35 points on, sorry, 35 points on 50% shooting in seven straight games. I was a little off there on the points in the games. Um, but, yeah, DeMar's crushing it, but got to stay healthy and got to get healthy. With Lonzo Caruso and Pat Williams, so uh, yeah, Bulls are good. Top five game win streak right now, coming out of the break. Got a game tonight versus the Hawks at home, uh, and then after that, they also have Grizzlies at home on Saturday. Then go to Miami, and then go to Atlanta, and then come back home versus the Bucks on March fourth. So some tough games coming up, um, but it's I'm happy. I'm very happy about the Bulls. I think. Everyone's a little surprised on how good they're doing. Nobody really thought this would happen this year. Yeah, they they really uh, exceeded expectations. Yeah, I agree. I mean, everyone said DeMar DeRozan was the worst acquisition of the offseason. So how'd that turn out? Freezing yeah. cold takes. There's idiots. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, so Bulls are good. We're happy with that. Uh Tonight, I got Bulls money line. I got DeMar to score over 30 points. Uh, 
Nikola to score or get 10 boards and the Bulls to win plus 330. So I'll take that. Ooh. Yeah. Barstool. Barstool Chicago uh, special tonight. So I'll take that. And then, um, so uh, yeah, Bulls Hawks tonight. Going to be a good game. Yeah. I'm definitely watching. Mm hmm. All right, James. You want to talk about the Hawks? How are they doing? Not really. No? Well, I mean, they're out of the break. Uh, it's it's not it's not great right now. But um, Wait, let me see. Um, I didn't even have anything pulled up, but let's see it. Um, let's see. The, the we're still ahead of the Coyotes. That that yeah, is we're good. Not, we're we're not gonna drop below them, but like, that's true. Uh, yeah, we they've, are, lo- they've lost three in a row. Um, they play on, they play tomorrow at home. They are a minus 50 goal differential. Um, they are 18, 26 and, and, uh, eight this year. Um, and they have 44 points only, uh, 34 points behind the avalanche for the lead James in the central division. So that's sad. It's not good for the Blackhawks. Um, if you could offer them one piece of advice moving forward, how would you, if you were the GM, how would you make this team better? Um, I would stop just bringing up like soft players from the AHL and stuff like that. And I would spend some money and get like guys who have playoff experience and get guys who like want to hit and like be physical because I can't wait. Come May, we're going to be watching the playoffs. And you know what team's going to win? The team that's hitting the most and the team that's, you know, got some skill guys but also has those physical and that depth. Mm-hmm. And our team's just full of a bunch of guys who are just small and cool. They have good hands. They have some speed. Nice. It's like, are they physical? Are they going to, like, grind for a puck deep? No, they're not. Our defense, stuck. Uh, it's not a good team. Um I'd, if I was Kane and Taze, I really hope they don't go anywhere. I hope they just, like, retire maybe next year or, like, even this year. Like, honestly, like, they're both still good. They're both still great players, I think. But maybe just, like, what more do you need? Like, what more could they ask? They have three cups. They have gold medal, silver medal, rookie of the year, everything. Mm-hmm. But the Hawks are just bad, bro. Like, I'm not even – I didn't even write anything down, like – it's sad, bro. It's bad, yeah. I agree with you. There's a lot of small guys. Like, one of our biggest acquisitions this offseason was, like, Tyler Johnson. Like, yeah, he's had playoff experience, and he's fast, but he's, like, 5'7". Like, not to, like, knock people who aren't very tall, but, like, 5'7 is hard to succeed in the NHL. He's He's been hurt for the past couple months. Like, he's played maybe 20, 15 games. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not, not good. I'm not saying it's good. They're having a lot of problems in the front office, just getting good teams. Um, I mean, they're having like problems with their coaches and acquisitions. It's it's a whole mess. Not, neither of us can solve it. We can only ponder about what they're gonna do. But I'll ask you one closing question: If you had the opportunity to trade Taze or Kane to get assets for the future, would you do that, or would you rather have them just retire as Blackhawks? Maybe like I'd entertain, I'd entertain it, but like, 
I'd really like I'd I'm not that for it. I'd say like I'm yeah, I don't I don't want them to get traded, period, but there's gotta be a way to bring other guys in. But like I just feel like they have money. Like they, I feel like they should be able to do this or like be or like uh reconstruct their contract uh their contracts or something and like they like Kane you're getting four, Taze you're getting five. Like that saves about eight. Um you can go out and get a couple grinders, get two grinders, pay them three, three, and then get another guy for two. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, but it's, uh, I don't know. We'll see how they finish the season. And then, I mean, I'm just going to be excited for, for playoffs and hopefully I'm looking at the standings right now. Yeah. The Islanders are a point above us. Like, I don't know who I'm going to cheer for in the playoffs. So. I'm, I'm looking at uh avalanche to make the, Stanley Cup. I don't know. I they. I mean, they have a good record, but maybe not. Uh, I also like the Hurricanes a lot. I have a lot of faith in Frederick Anderson. Um, I think their team's pretty underrated too. Also, the Panthers. They never get any love. They're crushing it this year. Yeah, they're a wagon. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll talk more uh, NHL when it comes closer to playoff time about who we think's gonna do yeah, well do and who we want to cheer for. Yeah, we'll do a preview and everything. For sure. All right, and a uh, little NCAA talk. I don't. I know we didn't have this on the docket, um, the plan, the rundown for our show today, but have you been watching college basketball recently? Uh, who are you liking this year? Um, obviously, Gonzaga's the number one seed. Uh, teams like U of I, UCLA, Purdue, they're all playing pretty well. Um, who have you been betting on? Who have you been liking watching recently? Um, I like it. I, I'm not the, I don't love betting on basketball just because it's a lot of whistles and it's a lot of refereeing, but I, when I do bet on it, I'm going to bet on big 10. I'm going to watch big 10. And, uh, the other day I had, uh, I think I had like a Nebraska under or something and Northwestern like beat them pretty bad, but I watched uh, a little bit of the Michigan game where uh, that Michigan-Indiana um, game where the coach got in the fight um, and now he's suspended. But, yeah, I mean, it's – it's. I like Gonzaga. I just think they play really fast and no one's going to stop them. But then that's what I say every year, and then they lose. So, like, someone's going to – like, you never know with NCAA because – it's just every game is it's a one game playoff series and no home field come uh March Madness time. So I don't know. I've I've watched a little bit, but yeah, I'd say just big ten and I hope Illinois gets it and ASU's just not good at basketball so, or college basketball, so I'm not really too into it, you know. Yeah. I mean last year didn't it go to uh Yeah, last year was the number one seeds. It was Baylor versus Gonzaga and Baylor won. Yeah, like, they beat them. They beat them bad. Yeah, but like UCLA coming out of like yeah. coming up to the final four is an eleven seed. Like it, the the tournament is crazy. I doubt anybody has like, if you say, "Oh yeah, I got a perfect bracket one year," I'm like, "No, you didn't. That's no way. I don't think. I don't think it's personally possible." It's happened a couple. I think it's happened once. I know that for sure. Yeah, probably like some kid who like picked it off colors or something like that. 
Yeah, there was some like little kid. I remember that shit. Yeah, but who knows? It's gonna be fun. March Madness is literally in a few weeks. So uh, I got a buddy named Lucas Muss, a uh, big Purdue guy. So I mean, we got to be careful with them. Um, but he's a big NCAA basketball guy, so I might have him on a show just to do like a tournament preview if that would be all right. Oh yeah. So, oh yeah. Once the brackets come out, we're gonna get a show going and give our picks on. I I want to do like every single game or something like that. So we'll see, we'll see. Down the road, um, and any updates on the MLB? These guys literally can't do anything. It seems like. Yeah, I wish. Um, I miss baseball. I want it yeah. back. Um, one update: February twenty eighth is the deadline apparently, and if there isn't a deal in place. Some of the games will be canceled, and I guess that'll be the start of players losing money. So, I've I've been keeping up with it a little bit and seeing it on SportsCenter and stuff, but they're really just talking about getting like more players coming to come out to these meetings. And like I heard, Ian Happ was at one the other day. Uh, so it's like him, like he he's not really a. I don't think he's really involved in the MLBPA, but yeah, he. Uh, you know he's going to see to try to work it out. So I think I think they're going to get it worked out because they don't want to lose money, bro. Like I said from the start, they're yeah. not going to want to lose money. There's going to be a deal in place by Monday, and we'll, we'll soon we'll have Carlos Correa. Nah, I hope they actually. I hope the Cubs do not get uh, Carlos Correa. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, Cubs, it's gonna be a rough year this year. Honestly, I don't even. I don't even like Stroman. We already signed him. I'm not even a fan of him. He's just a hothead. Jordano Ventura 2, 2.0. We need that. You like that? I mean, maybe I'm old school, but I don't like it. <laughs> I Hopefully they're, they'll be fine. Like, we got wisdom. We'll be all right. We're going to have uh, Schwindel. 40 bombs this year, guaranteed. Wisdom. 50. Wisdom. Schwindel. I, I don't even let's see the projected lineup. I kind of want to see this. I have not. I've been missing doing like fantasy baseball and like stuff. Uh, I can't wait. I can't wait to start talking about it again. I need something to do. Um, wisdom. Let's see. Rafael Ortega leading off. Schwindel first base. Wilson Contreras catcher half. Uh, batting fourth. Wisdom third. Uh. Batting fifth, Horner, Hayward, still there, your boy, and then uh, Nicky Madrigal, second base, batting eighth. So we'll see. I'm, I'm. It's not the worst lineup in the MLB, that's for sure. But I am a little bit worried about the White Sox. They're gonna be good this year. Um, yeah, my boy Hayward's still there. He's gonna hold it down this year. He's gonna. I mean, he's doing what he does. Gold glove defense, couple base knocks, clutch hits. 230 average, 10 home runs. <laughs> How many runs saved? How many runs saved? Let's look up his war. Jason Let's... Hayward war. No, do not do not look that up. Why? Counts in defense. Well, what about, I want you to look at specifically uh, guys thrown out trying to score. Okay, Jason Award runs saved. Yeah, something like that. 
Okay. Stack. 2021. We'll do run save. Let's see. Uh, it doesn't even show. Uh, let's see. This is not easy. Yeah, no, probably. No, they don't, I don't, I can't find that. Oh. Can't find it. I'll just make up a number. I'd say about 30. Okay. I mean, I could probably see that, but I want to look up his war. I was, I, I actually read a, or a Wall Street Journal article yesterday my dad gave me. He, uh said that the owners right now one of the things they are talking about in the meetings it's not like a hot button topic um but they want to like they could possibly bring in extra incentives for young players and players in general um like you're going to get more money if you have a better war which is literally like a stat they came up with probably 10 15 years ago it seemed like that's used like as one of the biggest mlb stats right now in baseball so war if you have a good war, um, you're going to get paid more. You're going to get more incentives. But they also want to use, like, fan graphs and baseball reference, like, their wars um, to, like, determine the incentives. And the both fan graphs and baseball reference were like, we don't even want this. Like, we don't want to get sued for screwing somebody for a million dollars based on our statistics that are cal calculated in different ways. It's very confusing. Like Fangrass and Baseball Reference, if you looked up Mike Trout's war, they're but they're gonna be different on both sites, so it doesn't even make sense. So too crazy. I don't even know what I'm talking about. So we're gonna end it there. That's weird. It's it was weird. I'll I'll uh, try to send the article. So weird, but yeah, they're taking this war stuff real seriously. They'll figure it out. I got faith. Yeah, they'll figure it out. Oh, by the way, Jason Hayward's war last year was 0.4. That wasn't necessary, but... Um, you got it. Thank yep. you, Sam. You got it. All right. Uh, this was a good episode, I thought. We didn't have too much to talk about. We kind of uh, just figured it out last minute. Uh, it was good. Thanks for coming on, James. Good stuff, man, as always. Uh Great talking to you. Listeners, enjoy. Stay safe. Have a great weekend. Yeah, James, enjoy that Arizona weather. It's snowing in Chicago right now. Oh, yeah? It sure is. Uh-huh. Yep. Sorry. All right, buddy. Good to see you. We'll be back on for another show soon. Hopefully, we'll have uh, Owen Zimmerman and Kevin O'Malley join us. And mm -hmm. uh, it was a good one. So, for the Windy City Wire podcast, my name's Sam Tanaglia. Joined, as always, by James Marisi. Thanks for tuning in. Peace.